Hey, hey. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Welcome to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I'm Kirsten Galfan, your host. I started my company, Fitness Inspired, in 2008. I have my master's degree in exercise science. And yeah, I started my company with the mission and the vision of making changes you love to live with. And I'm so excited to continue doing that every single day. And I'm going to be here weekly with your dose of inspiration, applications, strategies, and tips to make changes you love to live with. All right. Yay. I'm so excited because I have my sister on the podcast. Ellie, thank you for being here. Thank you. Of course. (laughs) So Ellie uh, has her own company, Hair by Ellie and Co., And she is in the hair and skin and all of things beauty business, (laughs) which I'm like, thank God, thank God. And she is here to help us today. The vision with this, because Ellie is qualified to talk about all kinds of things and we don't have enough time to go through all the things, but the vision today is thinking about a fitness girl's guide or, you know, a man bun, you know, situation guide to hair and skin. So I was laughing because I asked some of you my questions, like, what should we talk about? What are your questions? Uh, And I was laughing. I was telling Ellie some of the things. And I said, I was laughing because these are my people. Like, these are the questions I want to know. Allie was laughing at me because I'm like, the easiest way, the, the lazy girl's way of doing this, the quickest way. So that's, get, get your mind right, Allie, because that's what you're dealing with. I like it. (laughs) I deal with that a lot. So it's no problem at all. I think it's hilarious that there's a correlation between like the fitness junkies of the world also want like the laziest thing when it comes to other ways of um, getting ready. And you would never give us the lazy girl tips on like how to work out. Right. (laughs) Good. Good. It's a funny little um, conundrum that those are usually the people that I'm trying to get them to do like a five minute routine or two minutes worth of hair. Um, so it's no problem. And I do always say the laziest girl's hair is always the healthiest girl's hair. So rest easy knowing that if you're probably doing nothing to your hair, it could potentially be very, very healthy as well. So, okay, great. Let's start there. So, um, I would like to interject and say, like, yeah, that is a funny kind of um, contradiction, if you will. The lazy girl, you know, the fitness junkie, lazy girl's way of doing this. So thank you for, uh, you know, letting us feel at peace about that. And so along the same lines, let's put your consulting hat on. I know you have some super cute hats. So put your consulting hat on. Just as if someone would say, Kirsten, put your consulting hat on. How many times a week would you say uh, you want me to work out? Like in a perfect world, right? 
So like, let's start there. Let's start at if, and then we'll see where we're at and then we'll figure out where we can take inspired action on, on your tips. So let's start with hair and give us some healthy hair tips. Let's just start there. Healthy hair tips. Okay. So I guess probably my first tip forever and ever will always be cutting down your shampoo as much as possible. Um, But obviously always baby steps. And so maybe if you're shampooing daily right now or even twice a day, which kills me to say, but I know you're out people who do that. Oh, yes. (laughs) Um, So if you can even cut your hair washing down to every other day, you're on the road to such healthy hair. And honestly, I don't even know how people have time to wash their hair every day. That just seems like way too much commitment, way too much time in the morning. You could be sleeping more. You could go to the grocery store. I mean, you could do like a lot of things in that time that you're going to wash your hair. So the reason washing your hair the least amount of times is great for your hair is because a few things. One thing, the thing that you are doing in the shower, shampooing and conditioning, your hair knows how to do that on its own. What's really cool about your hair is it's going to clean itself. It's going to moisturize itself if you let it. So every time you shampoo, you're telling your scalp, oh my gosh, you need to re- make as many oils as possible because I'm always taking them away from you. So as soon as you slow that process down, you're going to teach your hair like, okay, I'm going to let you do your job. I'm going to let you make your oils at like a consistent pace and um, just not overproduce so much. So you don't even feel like that next day you're going to need to shampoo your hair. So that's one reason why it's just great to cut down your shampoo and in half or at least amount of times as possible. Um, but then the next reason is like, think about all of the wear and tear that happens after the shower. So okay. even from the first step of throwing it in a towel, mm-hmm. probably 90% of you are using just a regular cotton towel, um, which is really, really hard on your hair. It's taking the water and moisture out in the most aggressive way possible, which is why that is the towel that's preferred. But if you're using something like a microfiber towel or something like that, it's softer on your hair and it takes out the moisture a lot less quickly, which in turn is always going to be nicer on your hair. And then you have things like blow drying and curling and straightening and all those heat things that are going to happen after the shampoo that even if you're styling your hair every single day, if you're not washing every single day, you're probably cutting down the wear and tear to at least half. And then the more like advanced group that this might be, um, we could even teach you how to cut down your heating time in half as well, which has taken me a lot of years to get to. So I would never expect somebody first starting out to ever be like, okay, I'm going to stop washing my hair only on Mondays and I'm only going to curl my hair on Tuesdays. Like that's kind of where I'm at now with my like journey, if you want to call it. But that's not where you should try to be right now either. So so if you were to say like in a perfect world, are we trying to get to that? Would you say for most people washing their hair once a week and styling their hair or like, let's save that for another question. So like, what would you say for washing your hair? What is our goal? What's the gold standard? 
for the high achievers in the group? Well, so here's the thing, like you need to first take a look at your skin. So if you have super oily skin, um, that like, even as an adult, you still deal with like a lot of acne, um, especially in places like in your T-zone, which is if you're always getting breakouts in this area, it's 99% of the time, probably something to do with the oil that's happening in your skin versus like, um, hormonal masks right now to all those things. So if you're getting acne in that area, even as an adult, you probably have very oily skin that your body automatically produces a lot more oils than let's say me, for example. But one great thing, if you have really oily skin, you're going to age a lot slower. So rest easy in that as well. So if that's the case though, like having more than three days in between washes might not ever be something realistic for you. I've always had like naturally super, super dry skin. So like I can add all the moisturizers and all the oils and such. um, And I still feel dry sometimes. So I think that's why I've been able to push it to seven days. But I know a lot of my clients and I'm like, it's okay. You're never going to get to seven days. But I always tell the story of my friend, Chloe, who she had super, she has super naturally oily skin. And because of that in college, she used to wash her hair at least twice a day. So like before she go to class and then before we go out at night or something like that. So for her, she's gotten to three days. Sometimes she can push it to four when she knows she's wearing a hat or something. Um, But there's just no way she's going to get past that fourth day. And that's a-okay because her body is just reacting exactly how it needs to. And my body is reacting exactly how it needs to, to that, like, okay, I'm letting you do its job. And her scalp's like, listen, (laughs) you need to help me out every third day. And my skin is like, take as much of that drying stuff and natural oils out as possible because you can look like a raisin real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Your descriptions are amazing. I love it. That's what I'm here for. So. So yeah, when you first got in the industry, when you first you were getting your education, you started talking to me about Kirsten, you have to stop washing your hair so much. So I've been on this journey for a bit and I think I'm at my sweet spot as far as I can tell, unless something changes, Mm -hmm. I definitely need to wash my hair twice a week. So let's, we call this girl, you know, the fitness girls guide. So let's talk about sweating every morning and getting like literally, and this was not just my question, but asking for a friend as well. So I will, and by the way, just like Ellie was saying, your body is doing exactly what it needs to do. When you work out and sweat, your body is doing incredible things for you. And that is amazing. Like it's doing exactly what it needs to be doing. And like, as soon as I'm dripping, I'm like, yeah, one, getting the work done, right? Two, I'm saying, yeah, body, you are doing an efficient job at doing what you're supposed to do. Cool me down. Um, You know, speaking of friends from high school, one of my friends from high school literally would not sweat. So she would get overheated. So she had to like stop working out (laughs) if she was like getting too hot because her body would not release the sweat. So anyway, back to my question, asking for a friend, let's say you get sweaty every day and it's like all 
you know, all around, like this part doesn't get wet, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's in the ponytail, it doesn't get wet unless it touches my skin. I was going to say, my ponytail gets wet a lot of times. And I'm if just- it touches my skin, that's a different story. Yeah. So talk to us about that. Okay. So you just got sweaty. Take us through the process of how we can, you know, make our hair presentable without washing it. So Boom. once again, this is just like something that I found is super helpful And a lot of my clients and friends have found helpful too. I get it. There's always going to be the misfit of the group that can't do this. So sometimes I have people that are like, oh, well, I can't do what you do when it comes to washing my hair because I work out every day. And I'm just like, I do work out like I'm going to say six out of the five out of seven days. Okay. So I that's amazing. Lots of days. So I get it. Yeah. So a few things, just like when it comes to your sports bra or your leggings after you've been super sweaty, the best thing for your skin is to take those clothes off quite quickly after you get done with your workout. Um, Same thing with your ponytail, your messy bun, anything like that. Take it out as soon as possible. So that's just like the easiest tip. So if you're sweaty, as soon as you get done with your workout class, as soon as you like hop off your bike or treadmill, whatever, rip your ponytail out. Like it's, it's the first thing I do. Like before I stretch, before I do anything, that's the first thing I'm going to be doing because the longer your hair is in that ponytail or in that bun with all that sweat happening, it's just going to like marinate in there. Maybe that's a good word for it. And so if I can get everything dry and like, I don't know. Sweat is just water. So it's not like it's creating a a bunch of oils that is like in there as well. But for some reason, if I take it out of a bun or ponytail right away, that's going to help. The next thing, um, tread lightly. Sometimes it can kind of smell weird, especially if this isn't like day one with your wash. Um, But I like to blow dry my sweat right into my hair. That's where like different tools come into play. I personally have been using the same hair brand for seven, six years now. Um, And my favorite thing to do for working out, it's called a dry shampoo mist. Um, And so it's kind of scary, you would think, because normal dry shampoos are like aerosol or powder or something. And what this is actually doing is it's going to, I'm going to spray it on my hair, rub it in a little bit, and then blow dry it. So it's actually cleaning my roots for me. Because the other thing about, especially if you have any more than an inch of hair on your head, your root may be the only thing that actually needs to be clean. And then all the rest of your hair is like fine or even still maybe a little dry. So that's why I love products like that, that are actually going to refresh my hair, clean my hair. Now, if I was using this every single day, I don't think that I could get seven days a week out of it. If you're loading your hair with a whole bunch of things the first day, it's just, it's never going to stay as nicely for you. So there's kind of like um, different tips to kind of avoid overproducting your hair. So okay. yeah, with Step this one. product, with I can't. Yes. Step one. And then what if we would like, so when I'm taking a shower or a bath when I'm not washing my hair, I put it on top of my head mm-hmm. so it doesn't get more wet. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to wait till after I take a bath or shower to blow dry the roots. 
right? Well, so that's the thing. It's all depending on what your schedule's like. So for me, yeah. like I time my workout so that I have a solid 30 minutes after my workout to do all of the things and get in the car. So okay, I'm usually going to do that before I jump in the shower because for oh. me, it's going to stay in a ponytail longer. So rinsing off showering is going to usually happen in a perfect world after I've blow dried my hair. Okay. Now here's my other thing is sometimes after hard workouts, you're like overheating for a long time afterwards right. or you're so hot. You don't want to get in the shower anyway. So yeah. I feel like that's kind of what helped me. Like, I don't want to jump in the shower right after a workout because it feels like after you get out, you're still sweating <laughs> and it doesn't really seem like it does the job. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's once again, it's a totally personal preference, but the more you can just dry that sweat out the quicker and like letting it sit on your hair, the least amount of time is probably going to give you the best results. Okay, great. Hey, hey, thanks for listening. I wanted to introduce to you a few of my friends who are also entrepreneurs, small businesses who I think are making a great impact. Here they are. Hi, I'm Beth with The Grounded Canary. For as long as I can remember, I have loved sitting at the feet of others. Miracles happen there in that space of compassion and connection. When hopes, dreams, pains, and loss can be expressed and shared, life changes. This is how I see my role as your life coach. I'm here to be present and to reflect you back to yourself without judgment. We all could use less of that, couldn't we? I see you, and I would love to come alongside you to see you fly. Check out thegroundedcanary.com for more information. Take care. Hi, I'm Marin Walseth with Elevating Leaders. Are you striving for more in 2021? Do you need to pivot yet again, but aren't sure which move is the right move to make? I'm a business and leadership coach. I partner with business owners to design a one-page plan, nailing down objectives, strategies, and action plans to elevate their business. I want to support you as you upgrade your skills to elevate your life. Find me at marnwalseth.com. That's M-A-R-E-N-W-A-L-S-E-T-H. Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Hi, I'm Amy Hovey, your Edward Jones financial advisor. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And we'll partner to help your strategy stay on track. Contact me today at 989-772-0153. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Okay, sweet. Now let's get back to our workshop. So I think we could just probably, before we get to like easy hairstyles, also love the easy term prior to the hairstyle. Uh, before we get to that side of it, what about, okay, so let's just take us through a week then. So day one, you wash your hair and you kind of said like, for some people it might be once a week, for some people it may be twice a week, maybe even three times, depending where you're at right now, we're taking baby steps to treat our hair healthier. Mm -hmm. So about that, and if you're just starting this journey, it does get better. Like your, your hair does learn just like the rest of your body adapts. So it does learn. So that's yeah. nice. So, so day one, talk to us. 
before I say my day one, I would like to say if you're trying to like, okay, I want to go every other day without washing my hair, or maybe I've always done every other day, I think I could get to that third day. Try it on the weekends or try it on a day when you know that you're not going to have to be impressing a million people or you're on Zoom or you're going into the office again, finally, um, something right. like that. If you're, if you're trying to just start out, just try to skip Sundays or try to skip Saturdays. Um, and then it's going to just feel like a little bit less intense of a, like, I feel disgusting and all that sort of thing. Right. So, cause don't get me wrong. When I finally get to wash my hair, I feel like it's the first shower that I've had in a week, even though I do like shower my body, <laughs> just like something about like showering everything that is amazing. So it's not like, yeah. I mean, I have gotten over it, but some people in my life haven't gotten over that and it's fine. It's okay. I'm not worried about it. Um, but so anyway, so let's in a week for me, okay. one thing that I'm doing every single night, no matter if it's the night that I wash my hair or the day that I wash my hair, or it's the last day that I need to push my shampoo is I'm brushing my hair at night with a wet brush, distributing all my oils to get down to my ends. And then I'm loading it with dry shampoo. So right around my roots on my part line, especially on that back of your head where it starts to curve, that's where you like get the crack that's like, hey, I, <laughs> I didn't wash my hair today. Um, Katie, yes, Wet Brush is the brand that I will always recommend. And around my ears and the back of my neck. So that's where I spray my dry shampoo. And then as I'm sleeping, it's kind of starting to combat some of those oils, make you feel a little cleaner. Um, and it's going to add a little bit of natural texture to your root, which I love as well. So that's something that I'm doing every single night, no matter what. I Okay, you can, you can um, make fun of me about the way I do dry shampoo and yeah, just exactly how to do that. Cause one time Allie saw me doing my dry shampoo. She's like, wow, what are you doing? I was like, Wee! she's like, yeah. no, don't do that. So your dry shampoo isn't your perfume. Although um, <laughs> I do love the smell of my dry shampoo. Um, and actually yeah. the brand turned it into a perfume, which is kind of hilarious. But oh, so you want to actually just spray it right under your roots like this. And then you can kind of like rub it in on this side. I have a lot going So you're on. lifting it up, spraying it in the parts like around your ears and then crown and stuff like that. Yep. And then once you're done spraying it in, so we brushed our hair. This is at the nightly routine or whatever. You spray mm -hmm. it in. And then after you spray it in, do you rough it up or no? Yep. Just like okay. push it in there just a little bit. Yeah, because uh -huh. I definitely have also made this mistake, put too much in and didn't like do anything. And it looked like I had like gray roots. <laughs> um, so usually if that's happening with an aerosol dry shampoo, it's probably just because you haven't shaken it up enough. If it's a nice oh. brand, um, okay. usually you just want to shake it up. And that white powder is probably sitting at the bottom of your can and you okay. just want to move it throughout. And then that won't happen with that white formula usually now that's not with every brand but usually with a nicer like salon grade brand you just have to shake it through and you'll get rid of that okay um, something a tip that I feel like has really stuck with people is treat an aerosol dry shampoo as a deodorant so like I'm not going to put deodorant in after a workout I'm going to be putting deodorant on before a workout same sort of thing you want to be putting an aerosol kind of dry shampoo on your hair before it's dirty um 
to help with like while it's getting dirty. So other types of dry shampoo is like I was telling you about this mist or there's like powder ones as well. Those are different because they have different jobs. But when it comes to an actual like aerosol kind of dry shampoo, you want to treat that as you treat your deodorant. Okay. So the first day when I wash my hair, I'm blow drying it. I'm putting a heat protectant in and I'm putting a little bit of some sort of like volumizing tonic in my roots. Now you want to put the least amount of product in your hair on that day one. So as long as my hair is protected and I'm getting just a little bit of um, lift on my root, that's all I'm going to do that day. So I blow dry it out entirely. That's going to help the longevity of your style as well. Um, and the heat protectant, it's just a non-negotiable for me. Um, and then I know that my hair is not going to just be burning consistently as I'm uh, blow drying it. So that's what I do on day one. Sometimes I try to skip the style if I'm blow drying it nice enough. Um, as in like not putting any curls or anything in. That second day I curl my hair super tight. Um, and then usually I can go two to three. Like this is like very last. I think I need to wash my hair tomorrow. Um, and so like it's kind of straight at the ends and like just a little bit of movement, but I haven't curled it in quite a few days. So that's taking away as much heat as possible, but still giving the style and trying to look professional to a certain extent. I mean, I don't have to be that professional. I'm just a hairstylist, <laughs> but <laughs> so. so uh when you curl your hair tight, well, Ellie let's just say like Ellie's amazing at this. If she does a blowout on me, it's going to last like forever. Even if I'm sweating <laughs> profusely, like I can just about like getting good, consistent, like texture and, um, that heat is just going to swell your cuticle up and it's just like helping distribute all those oils. So as you're brushing your hair through, as you're blow drying, you're okay. not keeping all those oils right at your root. It's the same thing. Like if you're letting your hair air dry, all those oils and everything is sticking right here. Okay. Same thing if you're done sweating, like it's all staying right there. If you kind of yeah. let it out and let it go, distribute so throughout your hair. Asking for a friend, asking for a friend, if you're not coordinated enough to brush your hair and do the hair dryer at the same time, should you just go ahead and brush it first and then hair dry it? If you're serious about wanting to like get the most out of your blow dry, if you don't want to do two hands at once, I would honestly recommend um, getting a blow dry brush. They're like all the rage right now. And they're also not that expensive. Like the Hot Tools brand, I think is like middle grade. Um, I think it's maybe like 70 bucks. And then you could just get rid of your blow dryer, honestly. So if you're getting serious about wanting to like do that combo, I would totally recommend something like that. But otherwise, I would just not use the brush, I guess. Okay. It's better. Yeah, I would say it's better to just use a blow dryer than trying to just like brush it, then blow dry it, brush it again. Okay. Um, yeah. That's okay. That's great. Great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. You're going to need to have a shopping list for us and we can, I'll send that to our group. Perfect. If you, if you would do that. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. All right. So we got tight curls on day two mm -hmm. and we're day one. Uh, 
depends like what is happening like if you know me I I don't have that much structure <laughs> to my life it's like very paralyzing um, <laughs> but something that I have um figured out well before quarantine I always did Wednesday mornings I always did a hard workout cycle class so it was 45 minutes and it's like literally my ponytail is soaking wet kind of thing so I shifted my whole wash day to Wednesdays because I knew I could never get past that amount of sweat. Yeah. Um, I mean, so if I was doing that kind of workout every day, that would be a lot to handle anyway. So I, I don't know how you'd get through that. <laughs> so if well, you have like that intensive workouts every day, maybe that's when you're feeling like, okay, every other day is the only thing I'm going to be able to do. And that's okay. You're just having, you're living a different lifestyle. I mean, and the thing is, since you've told me to try blow drying the sweat, it sounds gross, but it is life-changing. It really does help. Yeah. So, so that's good. Um, so I guess that, that tip is more, if you know, there's like one day a week that you go hard or like, if you have one day a week where you're always running indoors or something, I feel like that gets you more sweaty than maybe running outside or something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. start to plan your like wash day around that um and once again I'm not like the most like regimen oriented person but that was something like I could totally get behind and it just made it foolproof for me yeah that's awesome so anything else on like days of the week days of the week I'm gonna sing my preschooler song here uh for that part of it and then um, we're going to have to have a follow-up because we're not even touching skin today. I want to hear some easy hairstyles. We want to hear some of those. Yeah, definitely. So I kind of pick different hairstyles as it gets dirtier that kind of hide it. So um, you'll like a braid. Sometimes it kind of just like keeps my greasier areas like hidden um, or a lot of my clients always make fun of me. They know it's my last day with before I wash my hair, when I wear a hat, I love having accessories like that, like headbands, um, hats, especially in the wintertime, you get all the beanies and any other kind of hat in the summertime. I have lots of different like hats that I like to wear as well. And because everything else still looks halfway decent and it's just my roots that are a little atrocious. So I kind of keep accessories or a hairstyle towards the end of the week. Like I would never on day two wear a hat I just wouldn't (laughs) or than day three or a ponytail honestly I wouldn't like put my hair in a ponytail or like two big french braids I like to do when it's pretty greasy um but I would never do those things at the beginning of my wash because it just for some reason doesn't hold up as well so I kind of keep more like free flowing nothing happening just like curls are just straight for the first three days And then I start to get creative with different styles, which is going to roll right into how to make hairstyles fancy. Let's hear it. So here's my thing right now. I mean, we're seeing brides and like runway models with ponytails in their hair. Okay. So now's the time to embrace your ponytail and your messy bun that you like to wear. I am ready for this. (laughs) So Three ways that you can make any hairstyle look a little more elevated is one, use a scrunchie instead of just a regular hair tie. So even if you have lots of hair, put a regular hair tie first and then a scrunchie, whether it's a bun, whether it's a high pony, a low pony. If you have that scrunchie in there or like some sort of like hair scarf, those are 
all the rages. If you get the FabFitFun box that just came in your box as a um, hair scarf, which is super fun. So it's just like covering your ponytail with something just a little bit fancier. It just makes you feel like more put together and it's still just a ponytail. So that's my number one way of making any hairstyle fancier. The second thing is, is 99% of everybody has these little pieces around your hair that are maybe caused from breakage. Maybe you purposely did it like little bang pieces, anything. Okay. So if you take all these pieces around your ears, anything like that, and then you put it in a ponytail, it automatically looks a little fancier. Oh yeah, that does. Keep them out. Yeah. Then you're going to do like a bun. You can keep all these pieces out and then maybe just quickly put the curling iron through them for a second or just put them through a flat iron just to keep everything a little more cohesive. Um, When you have like little wispies, that sort of thing, you can automatically make your ponytail or your bun just look like a little bit more of like the updo style of that look. Um, Now, another thing I feel like people fall into when they're, well, I'm just going to put my hair in a ponytail. You don't put any dry shampoo in or you don't put any like texture spray or hairspray or something. When you're about to do a style like that, throw the hairspray in or throw the dry shampoo in because it's just automatically- Hold the phone, hold the phone. Put the hairspray in. Like, what exactly do you mean? This is not going to turn out right for me. Okay, so let's say you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm trying not to wash my hair, but it looks disgusting. I'm just going to throw it in a ponytail, right? Right. Put your dry shampoo in first, even if you don't think it's going to make a difference. It is going to make a difference. Okay. If you are a hairspray kind of gal, put some hairspray in your hair after you put the ponytail in. So free flowing or on the back or what? If you braided your hair like this and you were a hairspray kind of gal, which I am also not, you put some hairspray on this, right? Okay. Same sort of thing. If you put your hair in a bun and you were trying to make it look a little nicer, I guarantee you the hairspray is going to make it feel like it's staying more functional for a while. Got it. Okay. Okay. Don't skip your hair products on days that you're trying to just be a little less fancy or something like that. Does that make sense? So we're like trying, but not trying too hard. This is the zone we're in right now. I mean, yeah, I guess. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to give you easy hairstyles without, I could go on for hours on easy hairstyles. So this is my quick tip. So one, what was my first one, Kirsten? Ponytail or scrunchie or scarf. Uh Uh-huh. Or these little clips are really fun too. If you have lots of like little pieces that don't, even if you just like did a little clip right here in your ponytail or something, it's going to elevate your style a lot more. Okay. Um, two, taking out all your little like baby hairs, a lot of people call them, um, just having wispies, even if you don't put any heat on them at all, it's just automatically going to make it a look a little bit more romantic, soft, that sort okay. of thing, instead of like a slicked back ponytail. Right. Unless you're Kim Kardashian, most people aren't going to look good in a slick pack, back ponytail. Okay. And my third tip mm-hmm. is have some sort of accessory as in like a hat or a headband same sort of thing so I swear to you 
on my grossest days when I wear a hat, even like the Carhartt beanie, all the rage, I'm wearing that to work. I can't believe this is the kind of life I'm living, wearing a Carhartt beanie <laughs> in my salon. But those are the days that I get compliments. Or let's say you just have a simple headband. You put a low pony in and you just roll the pieces into the headband. It's like super easy. You can find all these things on YouTube too. If you're like, how would I do a headband into a ponytail, roll them back? Those are super easy ways of doing that. Um, I feel like having an accessory with a ponytail, with a bun, um, anything like that is automatically just going to make it look a lot fancier. And if you know how to braid, I didn't want to add the braid into the tips, but when you do any sort of braid, whether it's just like a little braid to get your bangs out of your face or like get the greasiest area out of your face. People just think braids are so fancy. And a lot of times it's just like the easiest thing or half of a French braid. Okay. Braid all of your hair back and then just put it in a bun. You could probably go like that all day and people think you went to the salon to get your hair done. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Crushing it. If you don't know how to braid, that's okay too. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. So tell me where I went wrong. All right. It was probably like day three. And like I said, I wash my hair twice a week. So it was, and so I was trying to do a hairstyle. Cause I was like, Oh, it's a little greasy at the roots. And so I probably didn't put enough dry shampoo in before uh-huh. I pulled it halfway back. And I liked the way it looked ish. Like this part of it looked good. So what can we do to like, Cause I still felt like, because it was greasier, it was like, you know how, when it's not as greasy, you can, um, I don't know. It's better. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to put it halfway up, talk to us about that. Kind of where my tip with, um, putting dry shampoo in or like a texture product before you do anything, okay. um, it's still just going to help give you a lot more grit probably what's happening the dirtier hair gets is the less like soft and free flowing it gets so like I'm sure you notice when your hair starts to get greasy it kind of like sticks together more so anything that's going to kind of separate it more so even if it's not wet blow drying a little bit kind of separating it putting dry shampoo in um the other thing is is like if you're doing like half up half down the best thing to do is feel where your head starts to curve Okay. And only put that hair up into your half up, half down, because anything farther is just going to, your hair is like a lot finer, that sort of stuff. Um, cool. It's just, it's naturally going to probably not look as nice. <laughs> yeah. She said it in such a nice way. And yes, that's exactly what it was doing. It was like sticking together. And I was like, this is not right. So, okay, got it. Got it. If you go to my website, hairbyellyandco.com, there's a button that says shop R&Co. And all of my R&Co products are in there and it gets shipped directly to your house. Um, if you have more questions, you can always just message me on Instagram. Hair by Ellie is my Instagram. And I can always give you more like customized products specifically for your hair and your hair texture and how much hair you have. The lab brush is my hands down holy grail because I love to brush out my curls. I like to use it at night. They're like $8 at Meyer, Walmart. 
Amazon, you can get them at like the wet brush is like the cheapest, most magical thing you'll buy for your hair, I swear. So before, so you told us your Instagram handle, your website, say it again, your website. Hair by Ellie and the word and co.com. Okay. Awesome. If you live and- in Alpena, you can just come here. <laughs> that's right. Just come there. It's amazing. Uh, so that's a great way to get connected with you more. And for our group coaching peeps, you're going to help us with a list so yeah. we can, yep. I like the step-by-step approach as you can hear. So yes, that is awesome. Can you leave us with an idea or a tip? If let's say we cannot, or let's say if we're not going to get a blowout or something like that with Mm -hmm. you, give us another idea to kind of make this process feel like a little bit more luxurious, make it like a little bit more self-care feeling. Do you have any ideas for us? Well, um, you know how you tell Addison, like, okay, you could have this treat, but you can only get this treat in the next two days. So would you rather have it today or tomorrow? Yeah. Right. That is like a actual test they've done with kids with grit. It's a whole thing. Yes. Go ahead. Continue. So if you, if you can kind of correlate that with your self-care. So okay. if you can treat yourself to not washing your hair every day, just know that you're going to treat yourself to a really awesome shampoo on the day that you're going to wash your hair. Um, that's, okay. I do, like, like I said earlier, when I finally get to wash my hair, it does feel like a major treat for me. Cause I know it is even like when I'm sick or something, I never go a full week without washing my hair. Cause it's just like, I have to get in the shower and shampoo my hair kind of thing. Um, so if you can delay that gratification mm-hmm. and take one to two or three days, um, then you can totally make it feel more luxurious. Like maybe put your diffuser on before you jump in the shower. Maybe just know that you're going to spend a good 10 minutes in the shower. Another way to kind of, I love how you, after you've ever had like kids or something, you say like, okay, once I get to like my goal of like getting back to working out every day or like getting back to fitting into my jeans or something like that, you always say like, you're going to help me pick out a new outfit. Yeah. Um, same sort of thing. What if you've been wanting to get your hair done a new color or a new style, but before you're going to do that, before you make the appointment, prove to yourself that you can start taking better care of your hair. So go every three days without washing and then say, okay, now I've earned getting this new fun style or maybe a new fun hair mask that is definitely a luxury, but it's also something that really betters your hair. So if you can get to every other day without washing your hair, then maybe you hop into the salon and buy that mask that you know your hairdresser um, totally recommends, but it's just never been something on your necessity list. Is that a good answer? Cool. Yeah. So I like it. I like the idea of like making an experience and really noticing like, yes, today's hair washing day, like feels so good. So that perspective shift, I like that. And Mm -hmm. uh, I also, both things. One, yes, give yourself that carrot for behaviors that you're trying to encourage. And that, and when, and give yourself the gift that you would give a friend, right? So 
give yourself that gift to begin with. Like, let's give ourselves that. And I think that is just a perfect formula. And realize, like, look at your baseline right now with whatever and your goal for the reason why you want to be have your hair healthier or feel more put together. Because I don't know about anyone else because, but with everything in the world as it has been, we were just talking about this before we started recording, right, Katie, that it's basically like, I didn't really do my hair much to begin with. And now it's like even less, but it feels so good to actually like spend a little bit of time and put yourself together. Mm -hmm. Do you notice the way people feel when they walk out of your salon versus the way they feel when they walk in? It's different, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, my profession is pretty rewarding daily. Um, in that sense, like, I do think there's so much to be said, like when you look good, you feel better. I think like, if there was ever a time that I learned this to a T is when I was like in quarantine for four months and didn't have to go anywhere. Um, and I'd been getting ready every day, like probably since I was in like eighth grade, (laughs) you know, that's just something I've always loved to do and felt super important. And at first I was so excited, like, I'm not going to have to get dressed in the morning. I'm not going to have to do my hair, do my makeup because sometimes it is kind of a daunting task um, when it's so habitual and every single day and something like you start to realize like you have to do like for my job. Like I tell my employees and I tell the girls that I work with, like you having hair and makeup done is what's going to make you look more legit behind the chair. So it started to feel more like a have to versus a get to. And um, when I started like walking past the mirror when I was always just like in sweats and my hair in a bun I was just like not feeling as good about myself at all so maybe at least two days a week during that I would still get ready for the day and do everything that I normally did and I was just much more productive and I was much more like nicer to myself honestly so that's something that I've really noticed especially because of last year um But I think that's just like when you wear your favorite pair of jeans, like you're just walking a little different or you're putting that jacket on that jean jacket that always makes you feel good. Like there's just something that is correlating between like feeling great and looking great and whatever your caliber of that is. I mean, some people's like you're putting a pair of stilettos on some people you're putting a pair of jeans on, like whatever that is for you, just acknowledge that and do it more often. Yeah. It it brings your energy to a new level. Well, thank you so much. This has been so great, Allie. Thank you, Allie. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live with Podcast. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend. You never know when you could just make their day. And last thing is get on our list for our hump day inspiration. And that can be found at livefitnessinspired.com. All of this is free. Have a great day and I'll talk to you next week.